Hey, this is Tom Gray. Welcome to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. And this is the episode for release date, January the 17th, 2023. This is the second half of an interview I had the privilege to conduct with College Football Hall of Famer Joe Hamilton. And if you joined us for the first episode released last week, I know you're anticipating the rest of the conversation, a delightful conversation, a um, you know, a high impact conversation as we want all of uh, what we put our hands to here at This Stuff Matters to be. We, we want our efforts to be productive for you. We've said from the beginning when we started this whole movement that we are here to help you make the most out of what matters most. And, and so if that's happening, then I'm, I'm super fired up about it. If there's something productive, inspiring, encouraging, informative, um, that's happening in your life through our podcasts, through our spots on the radio, whatever the outlet source is, through what we roll out on social media. I hope you'll share it with others. We really do want to stir up a movement. We are as pure of a nonprofit as you can find. I do not take a dime for uh, this, uh, you know, the, the work that I and, and our board put in. None of us take a dime for it. Every Every little bit that we um, that, that comes in goes to getting this, what we trust is super helpful messaging out there. And so you can help me help us in that whole journey by, you know, if this is productive, if it's got some value to you, uh, download these podcast episodes that translates into data that then opens the door to advertisers, which can help us then continue to, to spread even in a broader context, uh, this great movement, this revolution of souls and society that I hope you are more and more enthusiastically joining. So download it, share it. I appreciate that so much. Um, hey, and I, I've got a little bit to, to share and wrap up when this conversation with Joe is done. I want to prep you for the next three episodes. Super fired up about them. I want to kind of whet your appetite for what's coming uh, as, as we end today's episode, but also want to just kind of make one last pitch invitation to you to come meet Joe face-to-face -face live at our next This Stuff Matters Live lunch, Wednesday, January 25th at the Maggiano's Cumberland Mall from 11.45 a.m. to 1 p.m. You need a ticket to come. And so you get those by uh, going to our website, thisstuffmatters.net. And right on the homepage, it'll pop up an opportunity for you to click and, and buy a ticket, buy several tickets, bring coworkers, friends, whomever you might want to bring. Meet Joe face-to-face, -face, get a chance to ask him some questions and and have a great lunch, on a, like a $30 lunch for $20 <laughs> plus the time with Joe. So, all right. Thanks for joining. Uh, sit back, relax, or if you're, if you're driving, don't sit back and relax, pay attention. Uh, but get the most out of this conversation with Joe, Joe Hamilton. Thank you so much. Well, Joe, I'm fired up that you're going to come and, and be, uh, you know, share with us at our next live lunch. And I want to, I know everybody, when, when folks gather, and I know when they listen to this, you know, the, the, the folks on the outside, or even those that have, have played maybe college ball a little bit like I did too. We love some of those stories, you know, kind of the inside the rope stories, yeah. the inside the, the, the white lines kind of stories. What's a story or two that just stands out that's one of your favorites, uh, favorite memories of your playing days uh, that, uh, you know, that, that, that people might go, oh, that's really. Yeah, I, I'm lighting up right now because I remember so many stories. Uh, Tom, you wouldn't be surprised because as quarterbacks, we remember all plays. Yeah. I mean, even the, the ones where it doesn't really count, even the ones that were successful, two-yard two yard gain, three-yard gain, I, I remember them all. But yeah. 
my my first start. My first mm. start in uh, against NC State. Mm. Uh, my first touchdown pass. Yeah, I, I remember vividly the conversation that Coach George O'Leary had with Brandon Shaw and myself about who won the job mm. because we had a competition. My redshirt freshman year, his sophomore year, a true quarterback competition. Yeah, and that's the reason why I really love Coach O'Leary to this day because when he sat in my living room and talked to my mom and dad and myself, he said I was going to get a fair opportunity. Mm. I'm not going to move you to DB or wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You are a quarterback back to me mm. and that was exactly what happened we competed uh in that thursday before a game on saturday he brought us in and he told us why you know he told us who was going to start uh he said why that i was going to start he said i would have bad plays mm-hmm. but not bad days mm. and he told brandon you would have bad plays but it turned into you having a bad day mm. just meaning that he wasn't quite able to shake it off and he would carry a, maybe a misread and then ne- he would let that affect the next play mm. i would make some mistakes as well but throughout the entire practice i wouldn't let that mistake get to me i would move on so i remember that calling my mom wow. and dad starting at nc state that was huge and then my last game and all in between, a lot of memories. Yeah. A lot of memories. And my last game was against the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh-huh. And we know about clean, old-fashioned hate. Yeah. Now, I must say that, you know, <laughs> I bought into this rivalry. Yeah. Or I got baptized into this rivalry because yeah. I'm from South Carolina. Yeah. So I didn't grow up hating Georgia. I didn't grow up having, you know, that angst against those guys. Right. And I really don't now. I yeah. understand the magnitude sure. of beating those guys, yeah. having the governor's trophy for a whole entire year, yeah. and doing those type things. But that game, and you want it to be a great game, 51-48. I went into overtime my last game. And, Tom, you know all the seniors get recognized because it's senior day and it's a senior game. And when I jogged out, I jogged out last. And I didn't know this until after my career had ended. The band had performed or had a routine that they had 14. They they, they lined up in the number 14 on the football field by the time I ran out. How cool is that? Very cool. I didn't know it until afterwards. (laughs) I said, they did that for me. And throughout that time, the Heisman Trophy run, uh, being able to be in the Hall of Fame. And and this is one thing I truly, truly love. It's giving me me chill bumps now. I got inducted to the College Football Hall of Fame. um, And the calls that I got. Hmm. The calls that I got and the ones that touched me the most is my teammates. Yeah. And when they called, Tom, I mean, it's just so, so gratifying. They called and they said, we got in. Oh, I love that. We're in. We did it. Oh. I'm like, oh, my God. And the yeah. leadership and being a quarterback, and you know, sometimes you may have rubbed some guys the wrong way or demanded some guys or mm. maybe, you know, expected some guys in a different way or had a different language or, you know, voice reflection of, of trying to get the ultimate goal done yeah. of winning. Yeah. You may have came across some guys the wrong way or rubbed guys sure. the wrong way. But to hear teammates, I'm talking to a lot of them, yeah. call and say, we're in, we're, we did it. How awesome. That's what yeah. you missed. That's the locker room part about it. That right. you led a group of men mm. to where you wanted to go, and they really appreciated the way you did got it done. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, let's for kind of down the here go the fourth quarter on yes, our, our episode <laughs> interviews. This is here. fun. Man. I, I love this too. I could, we could talk. <laughs> I could talk with you all day. The um, but just now, kind of where you are today, and and looking forward, and you know what are you. What's the, what's the focus uh, of your life now? Here we're at the beginning of a new year, obviously. Do you have some things you're working on uh, for your own personal development and growth? Are you 
you know, what are your main priorities you're really committed to in your life at this point? Well, uh, it first starts off with my job. Yeah. Uh, you know, making sure on the radio that I do my due diligence of trying to uh, do your homework, mm-hmm. be prepared, mm-hmm. uh, look out for your teammates. Yeah. If you have to cover them up or watch their back and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, constructive criticism, mm-hmm. be able to take that, be able to give that out. And being humble in the part that you know a lot about sports, uh, I, I do tend to, you know, want to dissect the science of it and become better at that. Um, I still want to improve in my walk life, my faith life with uh, Jesus Christ. And where I'm at with Jesus Christ in this new year, I want him and I'm asking and praying that for his desire in my heart. And what do you want me to do? Mm. What is your perfect will to where you see me going now? Mm. Now, I know it's going to yearn. Right. In me, I, he's yeah. not going to put anything to me in me. And say, I want you to go out there and be a construction worker. Mm. I'm not suited. Yeah, he, yeah. he that, that that's not going to yearn in me. Yeah, yeah. He, right. He's going to put something or he's going to you know whisper something to me where he wants me to be at and where mm. I am needed. Yes. And right now I'm focused. I mean, fine focused on servanthood. Yes. Mm. I'm fine focused on remembering when Jesus washed feet. Yeah. When he was that, he did that for a reason. Mm. That if I can do that, who I am, then anybody should be able to just serve others, yeah. become a better listener. Mm. I don't need to have an answer for you before you finish your question. Mm. I don't need to be able to be a psychic and know what you're going through. Yeah. Sometimes you want to just want to talk to me, Tom, mm. and I should just listen. Mm. And then have nothing else to say but pat you in the back and say everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Or congratulations. Right. You know, so those are the things in the new year and um, just being a better father, better husband mm. uh, with my school. Uh, yeah. As far as my kids go to, I want to volunteer there more, yeah. give my service again yeah. without necessarily, you know, I, I'm, I got a job. If I can help out and installing plays, if I yeah. can help out and putting bags out there, if you yeah. need an extra coach for advice, I want to be available. Yes. I want to let you know that I don't want to step. I don't want to think I know anything more than you know, mm. but I'm here for your service if mm. you can so use it. Mm. That's fantastic. Well, I, Joe, I, I can't even thank you enough for this. this is, there's so many priceless nuggets of truth and principles and and, and things that you have dropped here. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, you know, I also want to say about Coach, Coach Curry. Uh, he, yeah, he, wrote a, he wrote a book, and he's a great mentor of mine. I've never, between him and Coach Tony Dungy, uh, you're just talking about outstanding mm. men, mm. men. I mean, role models, leaders. And he wrote this book, The Ten Men You Meet in the Huddle. Um, and, and that's a very, very good read, and especially football, but it can go to any team sport that you can come from different backgrounds, mm. have different religious beliefs, uh, be black, white, Hispanic, mm. you know, you know, whatever. But you're coming together for a common goal. And what he said in that book and what he said, he said to me when I was one of the staff at Georgia State, football is life marked off in 100 yards. I love it. And he's saying that because you go through skill set, adversity, success, mm-hmm. unselfishness. You go through everything, and you don't have to just end that with football. You can be on the baseball diamond. Right. You can be on the tennis court. You can be on the golf course. You yeah. can be in any realm of sports, but it teaches you less life yeah. lessons as far as competing, right. losing, all those things, getting knocked down, getting back up. Yep. So especially if you're dealing with somebody around that you got to depend on a teammate. How are you going to rally those guys? How are you going to be those type leaders with not you know, overstepping or not trying to come across that you're holier than thou? Right. Because I've always said as a leader, the way I come at you, 
I'm almost going to have to accept the way you come back at me. Mm. So if I'm cursing you out and having mm. a loud voice, when you come back at me that same way, when I mess up, because I'm going to mess up, mm. I got to expect you to come back that same way. Wow. You know, yeah. it goes back to the golden rule. Treat yeah. others as you would like to be treated. That, that is it. Isn't that amazing how that extensive and deep that the yes. impact of that is? It's interesting because I, I got to be at the FCA Peach Bowl prayer breakfast last week, mm. uh, you know, before the Peach Bowl game. And uh, Bill Curry and Ben Watson were the featured Ooh, speakers. And, uh, and Bill Curry, yeah, he just you – know, you, it's easy to forget, and uh, you're – I, I think maybe about 11 years younger than me. And then, uh, but we're both kind of, there's a lot of guys in the world out there that are younger than both of us right. at this point. Right, right. <laughs> but, but you look at, it's easy to forget. So Bill Curry, you know, he's sharing about going as a rookie to the Packers and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, and it's, you know, he's a bunch of years older than me and how much he's seen, how much he's experienced. And anyway, just I, in the little bit of time he spoke, the, the, I mean, the, the life truths and wow. perspective that were coming out of him were pretty strong. Oh, yeah. he's, he's outstanding. Yeah, that's outstanding. pretty cool. Outstanding. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and he, I mean, he lives it. I mean, you know, I think yeah. the first time he and I talk all the time, especially when I was on staff, um, the first time he played with an African-American was when he got with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, he said that in the breakfast. Yeah, and, you know, when he, you know— Talking about righting the wrong, yeah, yeah. it hurts him. Yeah. Racism hurts him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he goes out of his way to make sure. I mean, it gets him really upset because yeah. he lived through it. He saw it, and yeah. he was never on the other side of believing in it. Mm. But it was a time and era he grew up in, right. and he wants to make that right. <laughs> he wants yep. to make the nineteen sixties and fifties and some of the seventies. He wants to make that right, mm. and that's how passionate he is about mm. treating people. He's told us on the staff, if I've ever, if I ever. Here you guys missing a recital or missing something early in the morning with your kids because of practice, mm -hmm. I might fire you right there. Wow. Because some of the things he went through that he put all this, you know, he never saw his kids at Alabama. Right. And it was all football. And he realized that he regretted that. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to instill into us, I will always let you leave practice early. Mm -hmm. I would always let you get out of film session if we have a staff meeting mm -hmm. early if you want to spend time with your family and kids because that that's first. Mm -hmm. You're talking about faith family yes. and football right that's his three f's keep them in the right order yes too. sir i love that so <laughs> and i mean what a picture too and, and it's encouraging so the older guys the middle-aged guys younger guys we want to build this army of like-spirited mm -hmm. like-minded like-hearted people because it's real easy to listen to news or look around and get super discouraged feeling like well, there's you know whether it be you know the mental health crisis or the crime crisis or just there's division and hate on a variety of levels yeah. You know, divorce rates are rising. All these things, and you just get so discouraged. But let's let's not give in to that for a second. I mean, that's like kind of, you know, when the other team just scored a long bomb and broke your heart. Well, no, no, no. You got to get back on the field and turn the momentum back in the right direction right now. And that's whether it's Bill Curry, Joe yeah. Hamilton, yeah. any of us. Um, there are there are amazing people out there committed to to making things better and making things as good as they can be, making things right. And let's 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 join each other and let's let's get this thing going the direction. And, and go. before we leave, you know, Tom, I don't think what I love and why I'm excited about what we're talking about and where we're going and meeting and you know knowing people like Ben Watson and Coach Curry and yourself and the, the whole crusade yeah. and, and the messenger on Earth as far as you know, yeah. let your light shine. 
we don't have to change the narrative, mm. right? I don't have to guess what I'm saying or who I'm preaching about and who is all about, yeah. you know, to anybody. If, yeah. if, if they hear you and then hear me and hear somebody else, we're still saying Jesus. That's right. It, it's got to come back to Jesus. That's it's right. Got, we got to just settle ourselves, move out of the way, yeah. and tell guys it's needing and yeah. yearning and almost missing the mark because we all missed the mark, and we're going to miss the mark in a minute. We probably right. missed the mark later on, right. but not condemning and pushing everybody to, you know, there's a guy that can handle all your problems. That's right. It's not me, but I know him. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's not me. I'm not the guy. I know him. And, you know, sportsmanship is another thing, and that's why I've always believed that the handshake at the middle of the field after mm. a game, after a match, make that really mean something. Mm. Because to me, I've never shunned away from a handshake. Why? Because I've always said, if you beat me or my team, mm. I'm going to congratulate you because sure. you beat us. Right. It wasn't we gave it to you, we had injuries. No, we emptied the tank. Yeah. And you guys were, were were willing to empty the tank also, and y'all gave y'all best. So that's why I'm saying good game right. because y'all really beat us. Yes. Not making any excuses, good game, great yeah. effort, and good luck, ne- good luck next week. That's feeling comfortable and, you know, the display or what you put out there on the football field and whatever your endeavors are, you feel good about your effort. Yeah, amen. And you're right, it does come back to Jesus. He's, you know, he offers the the one stable, reliable, eternal, eternally stable source of hope mm-hmm. and life and the world's craving it. And you know, the uh, the struggles of, well, I've got a, the, the day we're recording this uh, tomorrow on my calendar is I'll be conducting conducting the funeral of a man that was you know, uh, what we're talking about, he was a revolutionary in this life. I mean, he had gone through a ton. He was a Air Force pilot, then did other just amazing things with his life, worked for a nonprofit to serve the community kind of stuff, and just lived to make a difference and to point people to where life can be found and hope can mm-hmm. be found and just what a celebration it's going to be mm-hmm. at his funeral tomorrow. But then I also I see things going on. I mean, you mentioned DeMar Hamlin. Uh, we right now, as we record this, you know, I— He's still in critical condition. I hope there's good news coming. We are praying. We do believe God's answering. Mm-hmm. We know God answers prayer. We trust it will be for him to regain full strength and health. That's our certainly our hope. But I, as much as I hate the tragedy of this, I love the awakening in, in a sense that I'm seeing people demonstrate like, whoa, you know, as much as we make football such a big deal, it's it's way secondary compared yeah. to life. And and. And whether it be Bengals and Bills and everybody coming together, and even Dan Orlovsky, I don't know if you saw yeah, that whole thing. He's praying. praise on Sports Center, what or on NFL Today, whatever the show was he was on, and it's like, whoa, okay, this whoa, is, okay, yeah. and that's when you rob Lucifer. Yes, that's when you look at a situation that looks dire, yeah. and you believe in the one that's saving us. That's right. That's what happens, and that's when you kind of, you know, can smile. Yes. Because we, and I don't want to sound too religious, but I am sure. religious, yeah. and I and I believe, and I've tried to walk this Christian walk. That's when you really understand that count your blessings. Yeah, yeah. you're really saying that you wane the others as far as how good has he been to you, mm. and the little things, mm. and he works so so good and unique. What about this is a way for the good Lord to have Demar Hamlin toy drive, mm. go from two. Uh, mm. For his dream being twenty five hundred, mm. and now it's five and a half million. Mm. 
you know, what sure. am I taking away from that that deal? Because he's going to be all right. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be all right because yeah. we believe that. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, when he wakes up and comes to mm-hmm. in a week and a half now, mm-hmm. and somebody, I, I, I wanted to be a fly, or I want to be a fly on yeah. the wall, or in that you know circle when yeah. they tell him, and oh by the way, while you went through your healing, yeah. and went through things that you went here's through, here's what was going on. Here what was going on. <laughs> here's what God was doing. There you go. So when we look to the positive and try yes. to find a positive out, mm-hmm. out of every situation, we can really come to a realization that. God's got us. Yeah. But he said, cast your cares on him because he cares for us. Yeah. We got to really believe that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Well, what a perfect ending. And yes. I appreciate you being so generous with yes, your sir. time. Yes, sir. To- to help me uh, kind of put out their messaging that we, we really do trust will make a difference. Mm. So thank and you so much, I can't wait to Joe. do it again, man, coming up here later on this month. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, well, sir. Joe Hamilton, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. All right. All right. Well, I, I told you that that was going to be great, and I'm just so thankful for uh, Joe being so generous with his time. And kind of like I mentioned in the intro that neither not neither I nor any of our board members take a dime for what we do associated with the movement of This Stuff Matters. When we have these speakers come for our live lunches, like we have Joe coming on the 25th, we don't pay them a dime either. Uh, we, we ask guys to come because they believe in what we're trying to do, because they actually embody what we're trying to pursue, which is that heart of a revolutionary We want to be impact players. We want to be influencers. Uh, None of us are perfect. None of us can stand on the platform uh, of authority because of some perfection in us, but we are collectively together with all of our imperfections pursuing uh, that even that internal development, the, the internal growth, the revolution of our own souls, while we at the same time simultaneously invite others to join us and uh, in the hopes that we can make a difference, the kind of a difference that we know and see that our society so desperately needs. So yeah, Joe's clearly, if you tuned into these episodes, one of those guys, and I hope you'll come meet him face to face. Now, let me set up the next three weeks. Next week for our episode on the 24th, I am going to be drawing out for you some of the key principles coming out of this book, which is a bestseller. It's called Atomic Habits. It's a perfect way to launch the new year for us. You know, one of the uh, kind of warnings in the book embedded in it is don't overdo goal setting. Like, don't be Mr. New Year's resolution to to the nth degree. You'd be better served. The revolution of soul would be more effective to overdo system building than goal setting. And we're going to talk about that straight from the book. Listen, I spent plenty of my educational career... uh, you know, depending on the synopses that other people put together from great books. And so maybe if I can help you a little bit, I'm going to pull some of the best things out of uh, the book, Atomic Habits. Uh, You know, one of the quotes I'm pulling from there is it says, winners and losers have the same goals. And so how do we, how do we, how do we win? You know, uh, everybody wants to win, but not everybody does win. So there's some super practical, helpful stuff I want to pull out for next week on the 24th. Um, you know, goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. So how do we kind of put some of that in place? I hope you'll join me for that. By the way, we're going to give away, we do several giveaways at our live lunch. We're going to give away a couple copies of the book, Atomic Habits at uh, the January 25th uh, luncheon. And then here, I'm super fired up for this, January 31st and February 7th, those two releases of the the podcast episodes those days we're going to feature a man you, you don't know he's not famous in in a big broad context 
but he's unbelievable, incredible in every way. So, you know, we, you Georgia Bulldog fans out there, you're all fired up about back to back national championships. And yeah, 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 that's a big feat. This is a guy that I'm going to be interviewing who has in his college athletic career won three national championships. That's right. I mean, talk about crazy. So his name is Kirk Pratt. And he played lacrosse at Syracuse University, three-time national champion. He's been a highly successful business executive, is a, a, a an incredible leader in the nonprofit world to this day. And um, I just can't wait for you to learn and glean from him. Yeah, not too many repeat or two-time champions. Yeah, it's even fewer that fit into the category of three-time national champions. Well, you get to meet him on January 31st and February 7th. By the way, he'll also be in the crowd at the live lunch on the 25th. If you come up to me, I'll point him out to you. But uh, I hope you'll join me for those. Kind of, again, help us spread the word because it's spreading a movement, spreading a revolution. Thanks for joining in. And uh, until next time, this is Tom Gray, and this stuff matters. <laughs>